0: Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberson and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming. Tonight, Thursday evening begins the holiday of Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah to everyone. Chag Urim Sameach, happy Festival of Lights. This Hanukkah feels different, of course, than many others in the past. And I want to speak specifically about something relating to this Hanukkah, which we observe at a time of great tension. Great sadness and great concern for what is happening in Israel and in Gaza. Before I do, though, let me direct you to the website for my podcast at wrestlinganddreaming.podbean.com, where you will find all of the previous episodes of the podcast. And if you didn't listen, or if you'd like to listen again to previous podcasts I spoke about, in which I spoke about Hanukkah, In a more general sense, you can find them at episodes uh, 128, 22, or 23, and you'll hear some things about the meaning of Hanukkah, the rituals of Hanukkah, which I think are very important, so uh, I invite you to go back and listen to those, but today I want to speak about Hanukkah this year, and I want to use a text from the Talmud to introduce that discussion, It's really a fantastic text consisting of a legend concerning Adam, the first human being, uh, as described in the Torah. I wish that it said a little bit more than it says, and I'll explain that after I read it, but I think you can read into it the the connection that I want to make. The sages taught when Adam first saw that the day was progressively diminishing, he said, quote, Woe is me. Perhaps because I sin, the world is becoming dark around me and will ultimately return to the primordial state of chaos and disorder. And that is the death that was sentenced upon me from heaven. He stood and spent eight days in fasting and prayer. Once he saw that it was the season of Tevet, the month which begins during the course of Hanukkah, and saw the day was progressively lengthening, he said, this is the way of the world. He then observed the festival for eight days. The next year he observed those eight days on which he had fasted the previous year as days of celebration. He, Adam, established these festivals for the sake of heaven, but they, idol worshipers, established them for the sake of idol worship. Let me give you a little background into this text before I go into the connection with this year's Hanukkah. It appears that this is relating to the lighting of lights at the darkest time of the year, even though the text does not specifically speak about the lighting of lights. I think that it's implied when he talks about when the text talks about observing the days when the days are getting darker. And in later years, when he realizes that's the course of the world, Adam celebrates during those darkest days. And I assume again that he, that meant he, he lit lights. And the reason I assume that is because this is what gen, what people do throughout the world. It generally happens at this time of the year that there's a holiday where light is added to the darkest days. We know the Romans did it, and that's probably what's being related to here in this text that they, the Romans, did it for idol worship, we're doing it for our own reasons. What are our own reasons? Well, later the Talmud, of course, will talk about the holiday of Hanukkah and how the Maccabees lit the menorah in the tabernacle, in the temple, and therefore moved on to an idea of celebration. So Hanukkah then becomes bringing light to the darkest times of the year. I'm fascinated by the statement in this text where it attributes the following statement to the legendary Adam, who notices that the world is getting lighter, and he says, this is the order of the world. Notice that when he says, this is the order of the world, he's referring to the light that's coming out of the darkness. He doesn't say that the darkness is the order of the world. He says the light is the order of the world, and then therefore, he wants to bring light of the dark times over the past almost two months now I think so many of us who care deeply about the state of Israel who care deeply about human life in general have just been tormented by what we see first by the horrible terrorist attack which took place in Israel the taking of hostages and the terrible stories we've heard coming out of that awful day at the beginning of October. And also, no matter how much we might say, and I do say this, that Israel has the right and the responsibility to defend itself and that Hamas as an enemy has to in some way be defeated, we still feel, we still feel terribly the pain when we watch the videos of of innocent individuals, and I always say, if nothing else than the children, suffering in Gaza at this time. It is a dark time. And we might be tempted to say, this is the way of the world. And there are many people, I think, who do look at what's happening now and say, well, this is what the world is. The world is full of chaos. It's a dog-eat-dog world, kill or be killed kind of world. This is the way of the world, and we just have to accept it and do whatever we can to keep ourselves alive in the horrible way that, that, that this world exists. And then there are those of us and those who have listened to this podcast, I'm sure know that I'm among those who say this isn't necessarily the way of the world. The way of the world is to move ourselves more towards redemption, to move ourselves more towards a world of peace, of justice for every individual, and that to be idealistic in this world is really what we need to be. We need to believe that this world can be a perfect place. Over the past two months, those ideals have really been tested And I know for a fact that when situations come up like this, even those among us who are idealists find ourselves trapped a little bit and moving away from that idealism and recognizing the evil that exists in the world and the tendency towards violence and the need to respond to violence in a very, very active way. So we feel conflicted to a degree between our ideals and reality. But we can't give up on our ideals. We have to believe that this is temporary and that we can move beyond this point, that the time will come where the days will get brighter, as Adam experienced, and that we, in fact, will find that the way of the world is increasing light rather than decreasing. And then we look at this Hanukkah, and we say that's what we're lighting the lights for. We're lighting the lights to bring light to the dark times and in the hopes that the lights will gather and increase, and that in fact we will be able once again to look at, quote, the way of the world being one of increasing light and increasing hope. It's a great challenge for us this year. But I hope and pray that that's what Hanukkah is for us. It's the realization that the way of the world can be the way of light rather than the way of darkness. This week we're going to read the beginning of the story of Joseph. And there's a fascinating thing that happens in the course of this story. Joseph has these dreams of grandeur that his brothers, and in one of the dreams his father and his mother will bow down to him. For better or for worse, mostly for better, but sometimes for worse, those dreams motivated Joseph throughout his life. He lived his life based on those dreams and he, and he made decisions, according to the rabbis, in the interpretation of the story, he made decisions based upon his conviction that those dreams would in fact come true. For all of us who are dreamers, For all of us who are idealists, for all of us who are optimists in this world, we might have to take a step back from that optimism, from the idealism that we have when we read the newspapers, when we watch the videos, when we see what's happening in our world. But we can't give up on our dreams. As Joseph did, we have to continue to be motivated by those dreams and hope that the lights that we light this Hanukkah remind us that those dreams are the right dreams, those goals are the right goals, and that, God willing, there will come a point very soon when we look and say about the gathering light, this is the way of the world. With wishes for a happy and meaningful Hanukkah and for peace and justice throughout the world. Until next time, thank you.